You're listening to The Invisible Blog. The cure for what ails you. So, I have to tell you about this new drug. It's got no side effects. There's an ass ton of studies showing its benefits on both mental and physical health. Hell, it's even been shown to be as beneficial in treating symptoms of mild depression and anxiety as antidepressants. The only downside is that while you're taking it, you got to sit still with your eyes closed for five minutes a day. Sounds amazing, right? But there's a problem with this wonder drug of mine. See, whenever I tell people about it, and I tell anyone who will listen, for some reason, the response is always the same. They say to me, Eli, you don't understand. My brain is magic. It's the only brain like it in the world. And even though this drug has worked for thousands of years for millions of people, have I mentioned this drug has worked for thousands of years for millions of people? Even though it's free, have I mentioned it's free? And yes, even easy, I just know this drug won't work for me, they say. So I'm not even going to try. And if that response sounds absurd to you, you have not tried to convince someone to meditate. That's right. I admit it. I am a cushion-sitting, eyes-closed, thought-clearing one with the universe meditator, and it is the single best method for controlling my mental illness that I have. It's also, and I don't say this lightly, one of the best methods for controlling the depression and anxiety and mental illness that you have. In fact, scientifically speaking, it will make you kinder, better, happier, and healthier. So... I'm dedicating an entire blog to convincing you, yes, you, to try it. So, first off, let's talk about what meditation isn't. Meditation is not Buddhism. The meditation that I and 99% of other Western practitioners do is about as divorced from the religion of Buddhism as chocolate bunnies are from ancient Christianity. Now, there's no doubt one inspired the other, but if you're worried that down the road of meditation lie the 10,000 hells of Buddhism, I promise you, they don't. Meditation is also not clearing your mind. Now, as a practiced meditator, I can actually kind of understand where that mistaken metaphor comes from, but describing traditional meditation as clearing your mind is about as useful as describing it as waiting till your foot starts to itch. I mean, they both happen, they both happen a lot, but they are not meditation. And finally, and this is the wooey part, meditation is not a goal. It's a method. Now, it's a method for realizing some pretty kick-ass things. It's a method for controlling your emotions, minimizing depression, dealing with addiction, even diminishing chronic pain, but meditation is not being able to play the violin that is your mind perfectly. Meditation is practicing the violin of your mind and hopefully getting better at all the things that minds do as a result. Okay, so what is meditation? Now, I want to take a moment to say that if you're looking for like 
instructions on meditation, you're going to find no better guide than Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics by Dan Harris. It's clear, concise, secular, and deals with everything that I will in this blog, but with like chapters of expert advice, not a paragraph of my advice. So grab it on Audible, download the app. Yeah, there's an app. And tell him Eli sent you. But since you're here with me, I'm going to take a crack at explaining what meditation is for me. Tell you how I do it and hopefully give you a head start to being happier. So as I understand it, the process of meditation is about starting over and In realizing you've started over, gaining better control over the habits in your brain, or more specifically, noticing the habits in your brain, and in noticing them, remove their power and hold over you. I know that's a little bit hard to understand when you're not inside your own head, so let's go about how this actually works. So you sit in a chair, or on a couch, or on a cushion, on the floor. All you need is a place where you will be comfortable, and where you can be still, and where your back will be straight. Now, I'm going to point out there that lying down is a possibility um, that actually tends to make you fall asleep. That said, if you find yourself falling asleep, maybe you need a nap. Personally, I sit in a kitchen chair, one of those straight-backed ones, lets me keep my back straight, keeps me comfy, don't have to twist myself into a pretzel, that works for me. You can sit with your eyes closed or open. Heath meditates with his eyes open, fixed on a spot that's like a foot in front of him on the floor. I meditate with my eyes closed. All these choices are about what makes it easiest for you to focus. But focus on what? Well, I'm glad you asked. The traditional and my personal object of focus is the breath. You pick a spot where it's easy to feel your breath, or you sit and feel your body until you feel your breath, and without controlling or forcing yourself to breathe in any particular way that's special, you bring your attention to that point. It can be the movement of air in your nostrils, the rising and falling of your chest or belly, or maybe not even the breath at all. Many people use outside sounds like traffic or nature. Others use Feelings in the body, the feeling of your ass on the cushion or the chair, the feeling of air traveling over your hands, the feeling of your hands on your thighs. Pick something, anything that's unchanging and easy to focus on. It's different for everybody, but you can't choose wrong. For a lot of people, including myself, a note helps to maintain this focus. Uh, So for me, when I breathe in, I note in my head silently in. And when I breathe out, I note in my head silently out. This prevents the moments a lot of new meditators have when confronted with sort of the silence in their own head of that panicked inner monologue that comes with thoughtless silence that like, okay, in, out, in. Am I meditating? Oh, Jesus, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. Other words that start with B. Bored, boring, boron. Boromir, Jesus, those movies were so great. I gotta rewatch those, etc., etc., etc. So having a note in, out, can make things slightly easier. So you're sitting there, and you're focusing on your breath, and you're noting, or whatever. You're breathing in and saying in in your head. You're breathing out and saying out in your head. And at some point, you'll notice... You've drifted off into thoughts. They could be fantasies, boredom, or if you're me, the ceaseless planning of 
workouts. And when that happens, as one of my favorite speakers on the subject, Jeff Warren, likes to say, just do a cartoon double take, right? Just and return to your object of focus. That's it. That's meditation. But in that moment of waking up, in that moment of noticing, you are doing something monumental. As Dan Harris, author of the 10% Happier book and Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics and the app puts it, being inside a mind is a little bit like sitting under a waterfall. Thoughts rush over you with abandon. They're just sort of pelting you, driving you under their weight and influence. And meditation is like stepping behind the waterfall. The common mistake that a lot of people make is they think that meditation is stopping the waterfall. And it's not. The thoughts are still there. You aren't stopping them. But they, however momentarily, do not have quite as much control over you. Another example I like is that the normal mind, or monkey mind, as it's often called in Buddhist terms, is like actors on a stage saying lines. They're singing, they're dancing, in my case, they're planning workouts. And meditation is the split-second feeling of being the stage itself. But here's the tricky part. It is almost impossible for me to convey how monumental this experience is to someone who hasn't had it. Kind of like how being told an orgasm is like a happy sneeze in health class. Descriptions of being behind a waterfall or the stage or whatever just aren't going to cut it. It's something you have to experience for yourself. So that's it. Get started. Go forth and sit still and breathe. But before you go, some tips. Tip one, go all the way. Actually sit and close your eyes and breathe and full on meditate before you modify this practice with things like yoga or taking a walk or listening to music, right? My wife practices violin a lot. I mean, a lot. And as a result, she has tendonitis. Sometimes, when it's bad enough, she does thought practice, which is where she imagines herself playing instead. Now, they've actually done studies on this, and there's no question that thought practice helps violinists. It's good when Anna can't pull out her violin and her arms are tired, but it's not the same as her scales and her tunes and her practice. I would argue that meditation is the same way. Yoga, petting a puppy, cuddling your significant other, and chilling out are awesome, and you should take time for them. Take time for your practice as well. You deserve it. Tip two, give yourself a break. If you're like me, you're going to find that your meditation can take on sort of a stern, trying hard to meditate flavor that can make meditation more an exercise of self-flagellation than anything else. Bring some friendly, good-humoredness to it. When you notice yourself lost in thought, remember... That's the point of what you're doing. Reward yourself. Be joyful. Or, as I had to do early in my practice, keep score. Yeah, literally. In zero, out zero. In zero, out zero. I wonder what Kanye West does when his stomach hurts. Does he have, like, a doctor in his house? Is there a celebrity doctor who comes to his house? Oops, thinking. Good job, Eli. Caught it. 
in one point, out one point, in one point, out one point, etc., etc. And final tip, note your distractions. Try not to analyze or think about them, but you'll find that the same distractions and problems keep coming up, and naming them can take away their power. Just anger, return to the breath. Planning, return to the breath. Boredom, fantasy. In my case, I give them little names. Again, I dealt with quite a bit of sort of frustration early on, so I named my anger after my tempestuous grandfather Ross Rosenberg, my planning after schemer from Shining Time Station. When these things arise, try to greet them with some friendliness and humor. Hey, schemer, thanks for stopping by and planning that beach body workout for the sixth time, dude. Uh, I'm going to get back to my breath now. Or, hey, Ross, I hear you. That person shouldn't have tweeted that at me, but let's get back to the breath. Bringing this lightness, this sense of humor, even if you have to fake it, to your waking up and meditation process can be incredibly useful in making your practice better and more enjoyable. And the result? Well, there's no better way to put this, but get ready for some woo. The result is that you train your conscious experience of the world. As you notice thoughts and habits, they have less power over you. And as your thoughts have less power over you, your experience of the world changes. And since this experience of the world is all you get, for all intents and purposes, you are changing the universe. The ability to catch anger in the act makes the world attack you less. And the ability not to spiral down a slide of depressive thoughts when something bad happens makes the world you experience a happier place. Really. Add to that the incredibly radical act of thinking about thinking, of noticing the noticer, the experience of pure mind, and you have an excellent use of 15 minutes a day. So get out there and do it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. I know this is a bit out of the ordinary for my usual blog stuff, but people have asked about meditation lately, and I thought I'd try and put this into some kind of structured words. Uh, If you enjoyed this post, um, please consider supporting me on patreon.com forward slash Eli Bosnick. Um, You get access to a bunch of bonus afterthoughts to a bunch of the blogs I've done, including this one. Uh, And if you're already a patron, stick around for a very brief guided meditation um, by me. So enjoy. Enjoy.